Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Analysis Show slash podcast. For everyone out there, people who are listening, thank you for tuning in. Love has been amazing. Uh, today we have a special guest, and you know we got to do the intro, as always. Mm-hmm. Number 54, Sandro, the sad man. <laughs> Mamukilasvili, straight from New York. Straight from New York. Even though he's Georgian. Even though he's Georgian. Even though he's Georgian. Straight from New York. Born and raised in New York. But uh, born and raised. They moved to uh, Tbilisi, uh, Georgia, if I'm not. Hey, I've done my research now. Okay, I see. And uh, they're back. Talk to me, man. Talk to what's going on. How's your day, man? man? How's your day? How was your day today? Today, my day was good. Um, (laughs) We had a long practice today, so took a nap (laughs) after that. Had a little signing session with Grayson. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of fans. It was great, you know. And then walked my dog, did my laundry, and mm. um, just chilling, man. They love, they love, we love you out here in Milwaukee, man. You know, obviously, I'm biased because the family, we love him a lot. But I'm saying, generally, they love you out here, man. I think, you know, from our young guys, you kind of showed, you know, the past two years that, you know, you... I mean, obviously, there's a there's the overseas connection, too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. But connecting us. Yeah, but mostly. so let's let's just talk a little bit about like how you started. Like how did you start basketball? So um I started in Georgia. Um, my brother yeah. was playing basketball. Um, but he was just having fun with it. And my grandma was in the national team, Georgia national team in yeah. women's basketball. So, you know, growing oh, so your up. Grandma was yeah, the national team, yeah, huh? My grandma was a really good player. She was uh, one of the best players in Georgia. Uh, so one time I just Went to see my brother practice and I loved it. Went to my mom and, you know, she was like, if you want to do it, you can try it. So went to my dad's friend. He was a great coach. He's a great coach. Um, And he introduced me to the game and it was unbelievable, you know. Um, It was tough at first, but I fell in love with it straight away. Man, and after a couple of years, you you rock it, man. Soon Hall become a... uh, it's player of the year. Uh, oh yeah. my god! And, nah, then, was, and they get was, drafted from the box too. Like you've been, your journey is crazy. No, nah, it's been it's been a crazy journey. Uh, you know, um, I love Georgia, but okay. back in the day, uh, you didn't have a, a lot of resources. Like it was so limited. Uh, only Georgian players played Georgian players. You didn't go anywhere. So, you know, um, when I turned 13, if I wanted to go play pro, I had yes. to move somewhere. So, um, you know, I got lucky that this guy, one of my friends, knew this agent. Yes. From, and he was like, I got a couple of teams in Italy if you want to check it out. And it happened so quick. I went to my dad and my dad was like, are you crazy? You're not going to Italy. Like, what are you talking about? You got to go to school, you know, get your education mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff. And, um, you know, um, I, I'm really hard headed. So I just kept going, telling them I want to go. I want to play. So um, I, I went down to Italy uh, in like two weeks after that. Checked out three teams. The best team we liked was Paola Canestro Biela. Um, and... Just like two, like two weeks after that, they told me like, oh, you had a great workout. Um, we would love you to come down, play with us. Uh, and my dad asked about education. How old were you, were you 13? Yeah, I was 13. Right. And they were like, you're gonna go to school too. So my dad was like, okay, as long as he can go to school. Um, very, very, really important. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. Um, so that was, that was basically it, but it was tough because getting there for first six months, I didn't know Italian. So imagine like I was in an Italian city speaking no Italian. For six months, I had no friends, none of that. It was just like me, myself, and I. Like I went to school and I did not understand anything. Like think about it, like I was in Georgia and I did not understand chemistry at all. 
And then I go to Italy and I got to learn chemistry <laughs> and Italian. I'm like, what is going on? So it was uh, it was a tough journey. But uh, six months later, uh, with help of my teammates and coaches mm -hmm. and stuff, I learned Italian and, you know, I'm fluent now. So um, fluent Italian. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's See, some good Italian fans, man. We went ciao, ciao tutti. Sono Sandro qui. Mi manca Biela. Spero ci vediamo presto. Oh, I like, I like this note because we had a, we had a lot of fans. Eurobasket. You know, we was in Milan. So our group was in Milan. Yeah, I know. We had I know, so yeah. much fun. Bro, Bro Milan is unbelievable. There is something about, you know, and Italy as a city too, but the fans, so they really love basketball. Like Greece, we really yeah. love basketball. So the fans were amazing. And one of you know our best games was like against Italy. You know when we played against Italy, it was packed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think about it. Like I was playing in Serie A too. My my big team mm -hmm. was in Serie A too. And I remember first going to the game, and I see all these people. They have their shirt off and like going crazy. And you know in Georgia you never see that. So I was like, oh my god. Like at the point, my dream was to play for that team. You know, and yes. then like seeing like early games, I was like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. So I know where you're coming from. So what okay. game? You do that, then you go to college. How did you how did you end up going to college? Um, and how did you end up going to Singing Hall? So I'll tell you what happened there. Uh Verde coach, Coach Boyle, he's one of the best high school coaches. Okay. He reached out to me, one of his assistants. Um, he said he saw me play, he loved how I play. So do, if I want to go finish school and, and Mount Verde, he would love me to go. Mount Verde, oh, that's oh yeah. Word. So that's like a powerhouse of basketball, basically. Yes. Like there's D'Angelo Russell, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, um, really? R.J. Barrett. Shout out all to, yeah, yeah, shout, shout out to Mount Bird. <laughs> uh, so they took me in, um, and after that, I started getting recruited. And I remember my first offer was Gonzaga. Like the Gonzaga coach came down to see me in Italy. Mm. Yeah, nobody knows this story. He comes Gonzaga. down. Who else played for Gonzaga? Isn't the, uh, Gonzaga's like one of the best schools. Like it's yeah. like I don't know. Like I had, uh, a, I had a teammate with Gonzaga, Matt. Um, who? I think I had a team who played for Gonzaga. And then this other guy played play for Gonzaga too, right? Yeah, Andrew Nemhard. Like, you remember the guy who played on Pacers? He played yeah, for and, and Kyle played Olenek. another guy with the, with the Wizards. Kispert? Kis is that Kispert? Kispert, yeah. Kispert. Played for yeah, Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's like good, a great school. Good, great players. And at the time, I'm like, what is Gonzaga? And they're telling me, like, we're in uh, we're in Washington and stuff. I don't know where, where is Washington. I don't know what conference they're in. The only schools I know is, like, North Carolina and Duke. So I'm like, yeah, like you know whatever okay and like then i get like all these offers but i don't know what to do with it you know of course like, you're not from there yeah, i'm so not you... from so like you know all I'm, all I'm doing is like okay i got an offer and then they text me and i don't respond and then i remember it was like march and um basically i had all these offers and i'm like okay let's make a decision and i start calling the team like the the, the university's back and they're like sorry like you never responded we don't have, we gave your offer away. So I was like, oh my God. Because you don't know how you work. We don't, how would we, we didn't, yeah, how, how would, would I know, we know how, how it works? Exactly. So could you explain for, for a kid, for people who mm -hmm. are coming from overseas and they get offers right away when they come, when they get here? Like, how does that work? How, what do you have to do when you get offer? So uh, when you get offer, the, the right way. Yeah. The one of the assistant coaches is going to basically tell you, uh, they love your game, blah, blah. They're going to tell you all this stuff about the school and stuff. And then they're going to say, like, you got an offer and they're going to stay in touch. So one thing you gotta understand is like, you know, everybody's like, like interchangeable. You know, you know, everybody can be changed. Like, if you're not responding to them, like they're gonna go find somebody. Yeah, you're else. replaceable for sure. Yeah, re it's, replaceable. It's, it's, uh, exactly. It's almost professional sports. Yeah. So, 
you know, I, I feel like you just got to stay in touch with them and, and search a lot about their school. Know who's a senior, who's a sophomore, who's a junior, who's leaving, who, who has a chance to get drafted, who's on your position, you know, all that stuff you got to do. Because there are some people who go to schools and end up like being third or fourth guy and then they transfer and then they got a red shirt and all that stuff. So I feel like you just got to stay in touch with the coach and make sure like, um, you know, you're going to hear whatever you want to hear all the time because that's how recruitment goes. But you want to find somebody who's going to tell you the truth and who's going to tell you like what they want to do with you, how like how they want to develop you and, and how their developing program is. So I feel like it's like not that complicated, but you got to be on top of your stuff. Like you can't be a kid when it comes to recruitment because it's about your future, you know? Yes, 100%. 100%. You just got to text back. Just text yeah, back and say, yeah, just hey, guys, I'm here. You yeah. know, right now, this moment, I'm working on my game, game you know, yeah, or yeah. whatever the case like, might they be. Like, they're going to be like, hey, how you doing? How was your day? Yeah, and you just tell them, like, yeah, you know, like, okay. you know, don't be out there like, oh, like, I don't want to. So I feel like that was the thing. But at the end, it worked out great. Uh, senior Hall reached out. Okay. Uh, coach Boyle went to Senior Hall, my, mm -hmm. my high school coach. And so you got to have some influence too. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah, he like, he, yeah, like I went down and I loved it. You know, it's a small school, but a great, great, great basketball program. Okay. Like amazing. Like development wise, I feel like it's one of the best in the country. Um, like from my freshman year, I went there and I had seniors in my team and mm. I didn't play. And, you know, mentally, you got to be strong to do that. Like a lot of people would be like, oh, I want to go, I want to leave and stuff. So uh, I had like All-American in front of me, Angel Delgado. He was the he's the all-time mm. best rebounder in Big East. So just learning from him. And then my sophomore year coach told me like, yo, like from this year, you're going to be starting for me all three years yeah. and you're going to be playing. So I feel like he just kept his word. And that's why I appreciate it the most. And now I got a question for you. So you coming from overseas, did you always get along with all your teammates? Or is you don't have to say anything. No, no, no. It's, it's tough. To it's it's definitely to tough. Um, you know, you you come you come down here. I would say like overseas teammates, like they're more together. Like you know what I mean. Like I don't know. Like that's why. Like you know, that's the feeling I had yeah. first time I came down here. Like everybody was so like they, they had like or this friend or that friend, but like. You know, it was not as close. Like, I'm a hugger, you know? So I would, like, <laughs> go and, like, I would hug all my teammates and hear, like, they're okay. all, like, you know, they're, like, a little, like, distant. So, and they had, like, you know, we grow up different. You know, yeah, people true. here grow up different, have fun yeah. different ways, and then we grow up different, have fun to different Totally ways. understandable. Yeah. yeah, so it was, like, tough at first. I was, like, I don't know, man. Like, they, they used to, they used to make, like, they used to, like, my, my my English was great, but it was not great. You know, like my like sometimes I would like mess words up and stuff. So they would like have fun about that and, and tell me stuff. So I'd be like, man, whatever. So like that used to piss me off a lot. But you know, I feel like one thing you gotta know, like when you're playing college basketball, like you go in the gym every night playing one on ones, and that's where like you gotta like hoop, and that's where you make friends. I promise you, bro. Like as soon as you show them you're a hooper and you're a dog, and you're gonna go out there and compete. And, yes. and, and win them games, you go home and you feel good because they know like you're a dog too. Like, okay. Because they, they they never take okay, plays okay, off. Okay. So, funny part about you saying you don't speak English, you, your accent kind of is New Yorkish. You know this, right? So I, I you know, I, so I got drafted by the Knicks. I played two yeah, years for them, yeah. uh, up and down with the G League and the, and the team, and with the Knicks. And you, got, you definitely got the kind of New Yorkish uh, swag, let's say, or mm -hmm. demeanor. <laughs> and the, no, yeah, and the and the accent. Yeah, uh, I, you can say that. I don't know. Um, you know, I was in Jersey for four years. Jersey, okay. New York is basically the same thing. I know oh, yeah, people yeah. gonna hate on me right now for That's saying exactly. this because hey, like people, it's not the same. People in New York might riot right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. People be this. like Jersey people always say they're from New York. So I was like, whatever. 
Uh, but I was born in New York. So okay. like, you know, I always had this like little swag going on. Like I used to tell people like, bro, I was born in New York. And you know how much that meant in Europe? Like, bro, like I would go out when I was in Italy and I would just tell like, like, you know, I would tell girls, I'd be like, yo, bro, like I'm from, I'm from New York. You know, like, yo, how is it? I'm like, yo, it, it's, it's fire. Like, and I've never been at the time. I only been yeah, to I Chicago. Know. So they would be like, how is New York? I'll be like, it's fire. Yo. And I don't know what I'm talking about. I just, I'm just, I'm just going off the movies and stuff. And so it was, it was fun. Like, um, but yeah, I was, I was, I was born in New York, so I always had that thing. Like, you know, I'm from no, New no, York. but you definitely. I mean, then you ended up playing for one of the biggest colleges in uh, yeah, in, in Jersey, yeah. in that area. Yeah. And so you can't say you're not from New York. Trust me, you know, people from New York will tell you this. Once you like, you spend six months, six yeah. months in New York, you from New York. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um, I love New York, bro. Okay. That's one of the best places. And okay, so you go, you leave Senior Hall, and then you go to the draft, right? Mm. How many how many NBA draft workouts did you did you have? <sighs> I had like 18. Oh man, me too. Me too. Yeah. 18 points, yeah. It was it was crazy. The draft was like, think about it, bro. I go my senior year, I go back to school. Mm -hmm. I, I test waters my junior year. I broke my wrist mid-season. So teams are like, yo, like, I promise you, bro. Shooting wrist or the other one? No, nah, other one. The other one. So right. look, I come back and I'm cooking. My junior year, I'm thinking like, I'm about to go, I'm about to go to the league. You know how everybody thinks, you know? Of course. That's yeah, like, you you're, like, you're like, I'm, yo, I'm, I'm hooping, I'm going, yeah. For like, any other reason, if I don't think I'm going to play in the highest level yeah. that I can, and then I'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. That. So I test the waters and I get like, I don't know, 25 interviews. And I don't have like everybody telling me to go to school. Like you know how it hurt at first. I was like, damn, like oh, so you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like and was my like, junior go, year, go back, it was COVID back. year. Yes. So during COVID, you only could do zooms. So I'm out there, like you know, getting ready for my zooms and stuff, thinking like, and all these teams are telling me how much they like me, but they think I should go back to school. So I feel like a lot of people would be like, damn, like I gotta go back to school. But I took it as motivation. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna kill. So I go my senior year. I went biggest player of the year. Biggest um, player of the year. Yep. Yeah, like. I'm like a Metropolitan Player of the Year. I'm uh, I'm all this stuff like All American Honorable Mention, Carmelo Top Five and stuff. So going into the draft, I think like okay, like at least now like team's gonna you know, mm -hmm. but it it was tough, man. Like you know, um, I had to go through 18 interviews and almost went undrafted. Like it was I was disclosed I was 54th pick, but you know I'm happy I ended up with you guys. Like I mean, one of the best. Too. I yeah. mean, but it was also, tough. Like it was like. Bro, you go into this workouts and and you're cooking, but they still want like a younger guy or, you know, like they always always have this reason like, oh, he can't slide his feet or he can't do this, but I'm cooking the guys they're drafting, you know? So I'm like- These are the, so, so first of all, the way I see it is that everybody has a role. Everybody has a role, it's, it's, it's real. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you, you go to a team and you gotta have a role. Or you, this is life, not just mm -hmm. a team, this is life. Gotta, you gotta be a superstar in your own role. Yeah. What does that mean though? People kept say, keep saying that, but what does that mean? What the ultimate means is like you find something that they don't have mm -hmm. and you become really good at it, right? Yeah. Now, and it happens all the time. It's just like, you, what you can't do is like take this personal. You gotta be like, it's not personal. Yeah. It's business. My heart I'm gonna find my way, you know? I'm but you're young. Way. You don't know that. You don't know it's all about business. Yes. You don't know. You're young. You know, you're young. All, all you the know only is thing, like, yeah, you have so much energy. The yeah, only thing exactly. You're about is like, it's me. Yeah. Do this. And, yeah. like, and, and, and it's okay. You got to think like that. It's not the other way. Like, you understand how many people get drafted every year from the entire planet. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. 60. <laughs> Africa. 
Yeah. Asia, 60 picks. Think about that. Europe. Uh, Northern America. Like, how many people get drafted? And it's only 60. Yeah. It's and only, we all, they all have talent, bro. Yeah, all of them. Have talent. Yeah, I know. Here. But, you know, as a player, you just think like, yo, yeah. like, I'm going to this workout and, you know, I'm going from one workout to another workout. Like, it's going to yeah. work out. It did work out. Like, I'm super happy, as I said. Yeah. But it like, you know, you know, like during the draft, there were teams. I won't, I won't say the name. Yeah, but you, like, don't, you don't have to. Yeah, but but they were like telling me like, oh, like if you are available, like we're gonna get you and stuff, you know. And then like the time comes and you're sitting with your parents and you're like, okay, like it's it's that time. And then your agent calls you like, oh, sorry, like they just passed on you. Like you're like, Damn. yeah, because somebody yeah. somebody else was available. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'll give an example, right? Uh, so if this is true, they got the lottery. Right, if you guys can, this is a fact. You guys can go back and look at every draft that's ever mm -hmm. happened. If a guy who's projected to make go like number one or number two mm -hmm. falls, yeah, it's over. He might like there's been players who fell from six to like twenty one. Yeah, I know. Because the other teams are already set. Who are they gonna get? So even if you're available, they might be like, oh, I already promised him. I can't do. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, yeah. you know, so you, then you fall, fall to a team where it was like, oh, he's available. Let's get him. So that's, it happens. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Like one of the teams that were like, where, where were you when you was in the draft? Where were you? Uh, what you mean? Like, where, where did I watch the draft? Well, yeah. Where were you exactly? What were you doing? Uh, I was like, my cousin was there. Uh, my brother was there. Like everybody was there. And I was at my mom's brother's son's apartment in New Jersey. Oh, you uh, was in the yeah, U.S. So, yeah, she had he had like a big screen, and we were all watching it. How many people in the house? Not a lot. So, so you know, it's tough when you when you me like when you know you are at the borderline of getting drafted and undrafted. Like you don't want to bring a lot of random people in there, you know. Like you got to bring only the ones you know. Like if you go undrafted, you know you're gonna look around the room and they're gonna be like, okay, like that's all right. And, and yeah, that's the family. You don't that's you don't want to be like, oh damn, I got undrafted, and then you're kind of like, oh, you yeah, know? know. The reason I ask is because like you know I get like you was one New York, you come, mm -hmm. came back, you know, obviously the years. If you, I wanted to see if you kind of had the, you know, like a lot of people in the, in the U.S., a lot of people like kind of have like a whole party. You know, oh, like yeah, that's what day. I'm saying. Like, I never, I'm not, nah, never nah, had that. Hell no. I just had my family, like my yeah. family. Like I know I look around the room and they're the people I love the most. And they are the people who I want to share this joy oh, with. Okay. And it was my dad, my mom, a couple of my friends, the, my brother. And that's it. Like it was strictly family. And we was watching on the big screen. And. The, the first round went for like three hours, bro. Like the yeah, first round, yeah, you know how it is. And then you know, the second round be short. So second round was a boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's already decided. Yeah, so so second round was it was at the end, fifty four when it came. I don't know, it was unbelievable, bro. I'll never forget that moment. It was tough. Here, I'll, I'll be honest with you, you 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 felt it though. Like when you got just was like yes, bro. It's tough. They call you, you know, they tell you the details and stuff and you start panicking. Like, is it, is it, the, is it what I want to do? Is it what I need? At the end of the day, like, you get drafted. That's like an unbelievable thing. It's an unbelievable feeling. And people don't say this. Like, once you get drafted, you become, uh, you can become a six-digit player. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. this, right? Yeah. So once you get drafted, most of the time, this is like, nah, I'm talking about 90%, 95%. In general, you count, you count them out of college or you go over, either you go overseas, you go yeah. anywhere. If you got drafted, you could become a minimum six-digit player. I don't know why you talking about. I'm broke. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> but you, you, yeah, that's what you you're saying. But you necessarily are not yeah. because if you think about this, 
Like you making quite good yeah, money. Yeah, no, no, I, I am, I am, I am. You yeah. know, you taking care of your family. I ain't got a lot to. During the draft, I was not even thinking about money. Of course, but I'm saying is in reality, if you go back as a, I'm, I'm a businessman, bro. And mm. as a businessman, I, I see this. I see the kids who are like, oh yeah, I don't know if I wanted to get drafted. I don't know this, and I said, listen. You getting drafted means like yeah, yeah, yeah. you, want to you got a chance yeah, to be yeah. in the NBA. Yeah, that is true. You know, so it's it's kind of translate to that. Okay, after the draft, what do you do? What do you, what happens? After the draft, I met up with my agent. Um, we went out to to celebrate a little bit. Nothing crazy because you know, I don't know. It was it was <laughs> a lot of emotions. I feel like I couldn't even celebrate. I wanted to celebrate. I was so tired and uh, and like emotionless. I was just like. I went out, I was with my friends and I was just waiting like what would happen. And I remember like Bucks posted me, you know, like welcome to the team. Like that was- You was, was hype. That was the moment I said, oh my God. And like, I refreshed my Instagram and all I see is like, like hell of stuff going on. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this, this is, is crazy. It's like real. they just, you know, like, like I can't wait they to just go down. And then, they drafted you. It's a funny story. Like you was the first one to text me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, ref I'm refreshing my feet, and all I see is like, yo, you know, like, I'm like, dang, and I'm telling my man, it's like, yo, the Nasus just texting me, and like, it <laughs> no, was, I gotta welcome you to the team. Yeah, nah, it was, it was, it it was, was crazy. Not a lot of people like that night. Nobody really, like, nobody really texted me but you. So I'm like, I'm going crazy. I'm like, yo, the Nasus, like, you know, and, and then I'm looking at the, and, and I, funny story about like, sorry, I'm about to jump a little no. forward, but. I remember seeing your brother for the first time, bro. Like, I'll never forget it. I was, we were in Vegas. Okay. We, were, we were about to have film and you and your brother walk in. Uh, we did the, when we did, when we came to come to, see you guys play. Vegas, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. So he walks in and I'm just staring at him like, ain't no way. So Op is standing next to me and I'm telling Op like, yo, can you take my, take my phone and take a picture? <laughs> and, <laughs> and Op is like, hell no, man, you about to be teammates. You don't want that. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, all right. First of all, you know that's perfectly cool, right? Yeah, and I know. No, I, 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 not, okay, I was about bro, to say. Like, like, to me, it was like, damn, like, he's an MVP, all that. Y'all just won a championship. And I'm like, that's Giannis, man. So it was like, just like, like when I searched up, like, you had Drew, you, Giannis, all them play Bobby. I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, like. I'm really about to go and like be their teammate, and it was it was great. Like it was it was unbelievable. You know, and me and Yenzo was having this conversation. It was like, man, we got like, you know, great young guys, great culture. Because you know, the culture does not come from the only. Oh, the, yeah. But it comes from the whole team. Yeah, you know, we from learn from y'all exactly. and we carry the culture and over. Yeah. The culture, you know, for the next guys, for the next mm -hmm. guys, right? This is your second year with us. Yeah. And I was like, man, I need you know all this. Like they gotta buy in, they gotta understand what we do here, what we, how we mm -hmm. are, you know, how like close we are and what we do for the Bucks and how we are as a family, you know? Nah. Uh, but I definitely kind of felt it too, because when we when we went to, came to Vegas to you guys, all the guys were like, oh shit. Sure. Yeah, nah. <laughs> all the guys are here. Like, you know, because a lot of guys don't go to to the summer league. It's, it's like, you yeah. know, you guys, it's like- It's very limited. Yeah. Either, yeah, even like Bobby was there, you know, guys like that, because mm -hmm. it was all working out, but. A lot of guys don't go don't go out there yeah. so much to support, you know? I thought Bobby was mean at first because I remember meeting him for the first time and he was like, what up, Rook? And that's all yeah. he told me. He just dead me up, walked away. I'm like, damn. Like, no, and he was like, he looked so mean. I'm like, he, I got nervous. I was like, and, yo. But 
What do you think now? Nah, that's my that's my best friend. That's one of my best friends. Best like, friend, that's right? my guy. Like that's, I'm yeah. telling you, like it, it just you know you gotta. Nah, Bobby's like the one of the the, the kindest per people I know. Like ever, bro. You know, this underdog. Man, you know, and, and he's real. Like yeah, hell yeah, the real. That's what you real want. talk. You real know? talk. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it was it was great after the draft, summer league, blah blah. blah. Oh yeah. Okay, so you do summer league after the draft, then. You go with the Bucks. I mean, we're going through a season. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the game, about the NBA at first? First, like, I remember my first uh, training camp practice. And Giannis is uh, in the locker room. I think his knee was hurting at first, so he mm -hmm. didn't practice for, like, three, four practices at first. Oh, yeah, we, he, just, we just got back from Yeah, the so he's coming back, and I'm telling him, like, you better watch your back. <laughs> I'm coming <laughs> for you. I swear. No, no, no. So... Say what you want to say. I'll tell you exactly. Yeah, what so I'm like, I'm talking to him like, you better watch your back. I'm coming for you, bro. Like, you know, you don't know me and stuff like that, right? But it's all jokes. Like, I it's know, all funny games. I know, games. I know, like, I know who he is. But. I, know, I know it's all jokes. But listen to this, bro. Yeah. So you're telling him all this stuff. I walk in the locker room, about to, you know, mm. and he's like, man, you know, like, I like this kid, man. <laughs> he just, he's got it. I like this guy. Like, he, he's going to get me, but like, he's going to, yeah. you know, competitive. He's going to get him better. And he's like, and I, he kept saying, I was like, what, what did he say? Did he say something? I was like, what did he say? He's like, no, I gotta, I gotta get in. I gotta get in. I was like, bro, relax. Like, no, 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 I gotta, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get in. And then you yeah, then he got in. It was crazy. Like, I remember he, the first play, he just comes down and just does it like, you know, he does the spin, quick spin and just boof. And I'm like, oh, damn. And then I hate Nick for this, our guy, Nick. He made he, he's right he's right he made a whole mixtape and he posted on Instagram, right? And all you see is like just like him like or he's giving me a bucket or he's like giving like behind the head back pass or some crazy stuff. And like all my friends are just like sending it to me. Like I'm on like every every news outlet in Georgia and stuff. I'm like, use it as motivation, I guess. That's, that's motivation, but it's crazy. They say any this stuff, but they don't know the actual story that you yeah. were like. Yeah, no, I was. I was. You were yeah, like, yeah, 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 but but it's good because that's how you want to be. You know, that's how you want to be. You want to be competitive. Bro, you were playing against like one of the guys who grew up watching. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna go out here and be like, you know, but you know, I, I I learned my lesson though. It was it was <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a fun day. And NBA games, they're fast, man. They they so everybody's so talented. You know, in college, like. Or you're faster than somebody, or you're more athletic than somebody. Here, everybody knows how to hoop. Everybody the same. If you, yeah, if you don't <laughs> go in there ready, you're gonna get cooked. Like, so I feel like it's more mental at this point. Like, if your mental is there, if you're competitive, like you can't control much. All you got, all you can control is like your competitiveness, your effort. And I feel like if that's there, your energy, then you're gonna play good. Yes. Like that's what you have every game. Like when you go in, you play hard as hell, energy, defense. <laughs> chase the ball and stuff. And I feel like that's what gets you going. That's you know? what gets me going. Like, I can't play another way. But the thing is, and then you find rhythm. You can find your shots. You can find everything. But now that you say mixtape, right? Nick had a whole mixtape. Yeah. I want to go back a little bit. Uh, did you ever had a mixtape? Like, your own mixtape in high school? Like, yeah, yeah I, hit, I hit a mixtape. It's like blue chip mixtapes or something. Is and it? So was it like uh, Ball is Live? Oh, no, blue it was chip? like blue chip. It's like chip? basically the same things, you know? And then uh, that was my, like, it's it's funny how it sounds, but I don't know if you grow up like this, but I was watching all them kids like Marcus Lovett and and like Dennis Smith Jr. and like Chevy Woods, you know Chevy Woods. But but but, but, my, but my but the guys we watched 
Seventh Woods, I think. Was like John Wall mixed in. Yeah, John, John, well. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, but, but, and I think, I don't know who said this. I, I kind of saw this on Instagram lately. And shout out to who, you guys can find who said it. No, Austin Rivers said oh, it. Oh, Austin Davis Rivers, crazy. Austin Rivers said it. And it was real. Like when you used to have a mixtape, he was like, uh, Big thing. You, you was one of them ones. Bro, like, I promise you. Of like, high school, you was one yeah. of them. How do you guys, how you guys, is that right what I said? Yeah, like, one of them ones. One yeah, of them like, ones. Like, nah, what? that's how it is. Like, I don't know if it's still like this anymore. Bro, what? Longer, but. Bro, I was in Europe watching it every day. Every day I used to watch mixtapes. Like, that's all I did in, at home. Like, oh God, Google, man. Google, like, shift team. I remember all them Bullish Life socks, and I was trying to get a Bullish Life shirt, and. You know, shout out to Bullets Life. I'm not sponsored by Bullets Life, but that's how no, it no, is. No, like, no, still, shout out, shout, shout out. out. Like, Life. they really like, changed the culture with that stuff. Did, Hoop mixtapes, Bullets Life. You gotta give you credit with the people when they do it. Like, they, they just, like, started this new trend, and I remember watching it. And, like, I remember, like, they said, Seventh Woods, the best seventh grader in the country. And then he goes and, like, starts going correct. Like, bro, I promise you, pull up that mixtape. He's talking like that, like that. And I'm telling my mom. Zion's mixtape, bro. Yeah, I'm telling my mom, like, yo, I don't know if I want to go back to America. Like, this is crazy. Like, this makes no sense. We're in the same grade. I'm in the seventh grade. I'm barely touching the rim. Like, so it was, it was funny how, like, that really changed, like, how everything was viewed. And getting my first one, I felt like I was the guy. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was, it was great. It was great. Okay, and now translate to the to the to the NBA. Uh, we didn't get to play a lot. Oh, we kind of played one game together. Like, yeah, we killed. Cold. We cooked at the we end cooked, of the day. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kinda, I think. What do you had? You had like twenty six, right? A, yeah, we got like I think you had twenty nine. I had twenty six. We was yeah, we was cooking. Was cooking. I but, had one great pass to you. Yeah. Remember <laughs> when I when I passed the behind that? <laughs> but uh, this is the thing I think people don't understand about the NBA. Like, like every player is great, bro. I, I promise you, yes. you might think like some players can't like can play, but it's not true. It's not true. Like yeah. if you let guys play, yeah, they can exactly they can play. If you let them play, they they they, they rock. But I understand that it's about the role. It's exactly, about what you got to do. It's same thing with life exactly. and, and business. You know, exactly. Like the, you said it perfectly, bro. You got to be great <laughs> at one thing in NBA. You thing. guys gotta get your paid. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then there are like superstars. Yes, no, but then the superstars that you get to find your your niche and everything. Yeah. Let me ask you, what do you, what do you think about outside the court? Like, what do you, where do you see yourself outside the court? See, it's tough right now. No, no, you don't have to say something. I'm not putting you on the spot. No, it's no, more no like, like, have you ever thought about like, okay, what, what do, what would I like outside the court? Like, what are you interested in? You see, it's tough. Um, like, I just have a dog. I love my dog outside the court. Like during the season, that's all I do. So what kind of dog time. do you have? I have a pit. Okay. So basically, what happened is he, they didn't want him. Nobody wanted him when I was in college. Oh, so adopted him. Yeah, so like okay. I was like, basically what happened is somebody dropped it off to my friend, and he was like, I'll pick him up in like five days. And the dog was eating like Chick Fil A sandwiches and stuff, and it's like two months old puppy with rashes and stuff, still like warms in his poop <laughs> and stuff. So I'm like, I take him to the vet, and I was like, So you wait, know, he dropped him? And then yeah, he, he was, back? and he was like, I'll, I'll be back. And then I'm like going to my friend's house, and all I see is this wild dog running around. How, like, many what days, is, how many days went by too? Like, like five, seven, eight. I don't know. It was like mad long. And then I called my brother. I'm like, yo, there's, there's this puppy. Like, like you want to come check him out? And he comes in and, you know, he was so sweet. And, and, and then I took him to the vet and then I slept with him for a night and it was done deal. I'm like, I'm not giving it away. And since then. Hey, what about know. the guy who came back for the dog? Oh, so look, 
So I call him. I'm like, this is not like I'm telling my friend, like t- call him and tell him he's not this is not your not, not his dog no more. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you punked him. No, nah, yeah, I was like, bro, <laughs> this is my dog now. Like, what are you, you talking? Punked about? him. And this guy's like, but no, Drew, no, like he didn't take care of it. Though. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm coming back. I'm about to take dog to my mom's house in Texas. I'm like, we are all the way in New Jersey, like, and you can't take care of him now. I don't. I feel like you're gonna lose this dog midway to Texas. Yes. So I'm like, I'm not giving him the dog, and then we settled where like I was keeping the dog and. Oh, he said, okay, he was fine with it after. He was like, right, He was not it. fine with it. In the beginning. Or no, he was never fine with it. But, <laughs> but, you know. But the thing is, like, you got to, it's your responsibility. You got to really take exactly. care of it. Exactly. If you buy a dog, like, don't get me wrong. Like, since having this dog, I had a dog when I was young, but I didn't really realize, like, how much love they show. Like, when I was young, like, it was just a family dog. Yes. And I would love him, like, play with him. But, like, when you really have to, like, teach your dog, sit, stay, lay down, like, don't poop at home, like stuff like that. And you pour your heart in it. And then he like, you, he shows you love, then it's different. Like it becomes your best friend. And Man. I want to get another dog. Like I want to get seven more dogs. And like, it's just like, I, <laughs> okay, I'm, okay. Yeah, it's that. So off the court, I just stay with him uh, as oh, much as possible. Life. Cause we travel, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, I'm not married, you know? So, you know. Uh, He's putting this out there, no, <laughs> seriously. You can you can you can say you can uh, promote yourself. I ain't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, out there. I mean, I'm, obviously, it's not a it's not a dating show or a dating. Uh, yeah, I know. Pod. Well, I'm gonna use my I'm gonna use my platform to say I'm six ten, good looking, uh, from you know Eastern Europe slash New York. So if y'all guys looking for somebody like, I'm free. You know? Okay. So okay. yeah, that's all I do, bro. Spend spend. My cousin live with me, and he's my best friend. So okay. just I feel like you just do nothing all day. Just. <laughs> Whenever I'm free, just go and try to play basketball as much as possible. Like we really go to the gym and talk, and then we just oh, okay. shoot. And then nice, that's good. Come that's home. Good. Yeah. At least you got a. Nah, we always go to the gym. Like that's too. like I feel like you get so used to like staying in the good. gym when you have off. You're still gonna want to go to the gym, but yeah, most of the time I just stay with my dog and. and do have, it. have you ever felt like, like, like down and feel like man, I can't. I need something like to uplift me. And, yeah. and if you did, how did you like oh, go okay. past that's, it? That's a great question. So I'm more of like an adventurous guy. Yeah. So if I, if I feel like I'm down and there's a zoo here, you know, I love animals. As I oh, so you will go to the zoo. So I'll go to the zoo or, you know, I'll find something to do. Like, oh, okay. It will sound childish, but like I go to Dave and no, Buster's. No, it doesn't. Dave and Buster's, like Sky Zone, something to get my mind off it, you know? Uh, no, it doesn't sound yeah, childish. Like, it's like co- no, it's some people love, mechanism. Some people love going sense, fashion, fashion yeah. going shopping or something to get your mind off it. Yeah. For me, it's always like some adventure stuff, you know? So you so you go like, uh, as they say, we call this, uh, so by, from Greece, like mm-hmm. at home, we, we call it uh, shopping therapy. Okay. Basically, you do like a... Uh, Go out there, you buy something, you feel nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, some people do that. I I prefer, like, going somewhere. Like, just, like, having fun. Like, really fun. Like, getting your mind off it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think about anything else. You don't want to think about basketball some days, you know? When it's not, like, some days you're like, "Mm, like, let me get my mind off it. Because I've been so worried about it or so, like, it's so important to you. Basketball is life. So, sometimes you want to do something else. So, I just go. Go go with Dave and Buster's and, and then go get some good good food. What what's uh what's your uh what's your favorite game? What do you play, Dave and Buster's? Basketball. Basketball, you like <laughs> yeah, shoot shooting shoot? game or like they got like so basically my favorite game is like this the big claw and basically you gotta get like a big toys. Yeah. And so I try to do that all the time. Just get big toys. So you play do you play a little bit or you play like ten times in a row? Are you nah, nah, crazy? I play until I win. 
I got it. So you one of you one of them guys like yeah, just, I get competitive with the claw. I'd be like, come on. I'm like, so you it, play like twenty times in a yeah, row. Yeah, hell right? yeah, hell yeah. So I, as long as I win, and then okay. I'm a big, big food guy. Like I want to try all the food spots. All the food spots. The good question. What do you think about Greece when you came to Greece? I love Greece. I love Greece. Um, bro, like I really want to go to the islands. I've never been to no islands, but, but this Athens, year, this year we'll like go. first of all, like like you know, I'm from Europe. I'm right next to y'all, like mm. very close, and we got the same culture and stuff. So coming down there and just seeing like Acropolis and all this like places and like it's so like you can like you can go in Greece and like feel like the old vibes and, and the yes. new vibe. Like it's just like so good. Like yeah. I love it, man. And just like I would go there every summer if I could. You yeah, know, no, it's, I, it's hey, you, like, you know this is open invite. Thank you. Thank whatever you. you need, houses, anything, you just let me know. This is not uh, not even a question. I said that on purpose so you could see. God, <laughs> <laughs> so you can put on the spot. Eh? <laughs> but okay, and then you go to the now. This is uh. This is a question. If you could pick, right? Mm. Would you rather? This is a section I always do. You know, you mm. got to pick one. Would you rather block a shot, uh -huh. or block a game winner shot, or sh or make a game winner shot? Shoot or shoot one. I'm making it. Making it. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, it's great when you block a shot. Okay. But boy, when you stand and make that shot, and it, like it's just like different. You know, I just need that. This, you know, I made. One game winner shot in college, and it was the best thing I've ever done. I feel like like <laughs> the best memory I have. Like I remember it like like it was yesterday. So definitely shoot. Yeah, I, um, how about you? I, yeah, me. I, I would say I would mostly like to like block a shot, like block a shot. But I'll tell you why. I've I, like I've made a shot that uh, mm -hmm. we said one. I remember we was playing like a friendly game. I don't know. We were playing against like in think Serbia or whatever. Mm -hmm. I made a shot, great shot. Mm -hmm. Sent it to overtime. Yeah. It was great feeling. Of course, I, I went crazy, you know, because it was mostly at home and national league. But like, think about this, right? The the block shot involves two players. I mean, I mean if, even in, even in the making of the shot. But mm -hmm. I'm saying like to block a shot, that means like we're up. We already oh, score. Okay. He's a he wants to get a bucket, right? And he's like yeah, he's trying, trying to get him yeah. off him, and all of a sudden, ah. you remember when what, what you did? Doing with the Celtics. Oh my God, that was how, crazy. how crazy was that? That was fire against the Celtics. And we, we, I, remember. I think we want to been game five, the four six, four six, game six. How how crazy was that? That, you know, was, not, that was unbelievable. Like, the, but the, at the, the same time, play, like I don't know, like to no, me. No. But I, I know I know what you mean though. Like blocking a shot, game winning shot, or steal and all of a sudden, yeah. uh, and everybody goes crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. I can see that too. I don't know. Now you kind of made me like. Okay. Oh. So another question. Uh, let's let's move to, on to the next one. So the next one is, uh, chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream. So let me, let me throw you off. Chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream. That's a great question. <laughs> Like you know, you know them ice like you know them machines who give you like this swirly ice cream. Okay. Or no, like they got it at McDonald's and you yes. can ask them like half and half. The swirly. Yeah, it's like it's like comes down like this. I kind of feel it's always I've always wanted to get one, but I've never gotten one because it's never So basically what I would do is I would get like a vanilla ice cream with yeah. chocolate fudge. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's fire. <laughs> so but I would I would go with vanilla. Vanilla, okay. Uh, would you rather? Are you gonna pick? Would you rather know everything about the past mm -hmm. or know everything about the future? I will say this: 
Whatever happened in the past is none of my business. So okay. I'll go with the future. You know? Okay. Why do you why? Why do you think like that way? You know, it already happened. It already happened. I can't really change nothing about it. It's out of my control. It happened already. Like if it, it it's different if I know the past and I can go and I can change stuff and I can come back, then then I will change take the past. No, no, I'm just saying from a perspective of But if I know like a, if I can see the future, like, you know, I I, think, I feel like I can be more helpful than knowing yeah. that. I know I'm just saying from a perspective of a historian. Yeah. You know, you know everything about the past, and so nobody can. All these books you're reading, you could just be like, "Hey, yeah, I know this yeah. is incorrect. I know <laughs> that, exactly that, what happened." That will be crazy. That will be, <laughs> you know? no, that will be crazy. <laughs> Imagine like if if everything is here is like just whatever people made up, or like no, every, how many times they rewarded it or something. Yeah, because everybody has wrote, wrote their own version of it yeah. of everything. So, okay, I can see that. Um, do you play games? I love video games. <sighs> nah. You don't play video games at all. I don't like video games. Why? I try to get into them, but I, after like five days, I just be like, I can't do this. So you, I can't. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. I hate video games. Like, only video games I like is yeah. like a story video game. You know, like like Mafia, Mafia Two. And you got a <laughs> plot, and you got to like, or like stuff like that. But I, I yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, like, like a game like that. Uh, I don't like, like the online one. I like only like the version where you gotta like ah the story like you yeah. really being the character yeah. okay. okay Far Cry or something like that. that's, that's, that's but I don't really play games that's valid okay so now we go to a section I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you some stuff and you're gonna tell me what's true and what's false right? okay gotcha let's get it hold up <laughs> I want to see what you what you think is it true or false obviously that uh, humans landed on the moon before inventing the before inventing world suitcases and what's the world suitcase is it true or false uh i would say that is true it is true yeah it is true I can they see landed that. they landed before uh <laughs> the first landing was 1969 mm -hmm. and the patent for like world suitcases came in 1970 all right yes 1970 yeah, I can see that. I feel like people were like carrying. You yes. know, I'm from Eastern Europe. I know them <laughs> carriers. You know, my mom okay. used to carry all that stuff. She got like, the, like the traps in yeah, the shoulders. Yeah, right? hell yeah! Like so, I know what I know that. So I kind of it made sense. Okay, is it true or false that the lighter was invented before the match? No, that's false. It's true. For real? Yes. Uh -huh. So the lighter was invented before what? the match. That's what I. That's what wow, I that's thought crazy. about too. Uh, it makes no sense, but it makes sense, I guess. Please, uh, whoever listens to this or like watches on uh, the platform, please let us know in the comments uh, mm. more detailed stuff about this, please. Okay, I'm giving one one more. Mm. See what you think, right? Is it true or false that more people are killed by vending machines each year mm -hmm. than sharks? That is. How we get killed by anything, I don't know, but I would say that it's true. It is true. Yeah, it is true. Hurt. So you just guessed it? Yeah, I guessed it. So because I don't it, I don't really see shark attacks like that, but I feel like somebody might be drunk and just like <laughs> try to like shake the thing and it's just like you know? So it's a fact and it's true that uh more people get killed by vending machines than sharks each year. And they're like, you know, the statistics guys, the analytic mm -hmm. guys who always like, I don't even know who kind of thinks about this stuff, but they, they do this stuff. And it's a high, it's a higher probability to get killed 
Yeah, that's crazy. wood by by a vending machine. Uh-huh. <laughs> then uh, that's crazy. Then shark. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. So. What? Okay. So you know we're kind of coming towards the the end of the show, uh, but uh, we always leave them with a motivational quote. Just you know, like you know, people who watch the show mostly, you know, or or fans or just people mm-hmm. who come across this, and you know, just them listening to this, going to work or going somewhere. I just want them, you know, to you know, just lift their day up, mm-hmm. you know, lift their spirits up, and motivate them. Okay. So you have a, either you, if you have a quote, you don't necessarily have to say something, but maybe you have a story that really motivates you every day or something that keeps you going every day. So as far as the quote goes, I already know what I would say. Oh, okay. It's my mom's favorite quote. I got it tatted on me right here. It says, <laughs> character defines destiny. You know? mm. So like, I feel like if your character is strong and you are like that guy who wants to achieve something and works for it every day, like your destiny, like, you know? You're destined for great things. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Like, like it will happen for you because of like the way you're working. And plus God sees everything. Like, I don't know, like I'm a very spiritual guy. Uh, I mean, like spiritual religious guy. So like, I feel like God always rewards hard work, you know? In, Amen. In, in some shame of shape he does. Or form. So, he does. He does. You know, um, yeah, that that's definitely that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and motivational stories, like just don't ever give up. Like I've been nowhere. Like I've been I've been like in the in like how many places? Georgia, Italy, Florida, Jersey, to just get here, here and still working on it. So, you know, don't ever don't ever think like like you made it. Like you're always in the constant work. So exactly. just keep working, keep your head up and you know, when the bad things happen, you know, like just keep working. Like it, it, it will go away. Like at some point, it's gonna be better. Day, better days are coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, one last thing that the fans are asking: uh-huh. uh, What do you do with your beard, man? How do you get the beard so, you know, on point? It's funny. <laughs> like I don't do nothing. Obviously, with it. I just made that question up. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I don't do nothing. I, I just so it's genetics. Then. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely is. It's crazy how I got some red and some like, you know. I take pride in my beard. You know, <laughs> it's just like it's one of the things like who, who de- what, de- what defines me. So I'll, I'll take like, if you want to have beard like me, you can't because it's the only beard. <laughs> you can't. It's the only one beard. In the world. You gotta give him a little bit of hope. Nah, oh, I'm not man, them no hope. Oh man, thank you so much. You gotta be Georgian. Yeah, that's all I'm telling. <laughs> Before uh, you before you finish, I just want to shout out to my Georgians, man. You know, I miss home. Um, I'm from Tbilisi, and they're my peoples. And, you know, we had Eurobasket this year, and they showed so much love, and they had my back throughout it all. So, you know, I miss all my Georgian people, and uh, I'm there for them always. You know, my people, nice. man, love them. And big shout out to them. And shout out to my friends mm-hmm. and my Seton Hall community. I love y'all, and good luck with the season. So good luck, man! Thanks so much for being on the show. Appreciate it. You know this, like, you know, I am as a person, uh, and I know, like, we'll both have like our schedules is crazy, but just trust me, this is gonna be bring a lot of good energy and a lot of pos- positivity to the people out there. You well, know? thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you. Uh, welcome to another end of tonight's show. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Tuned in. Uh, for people watching or listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, obviously, in every available platform that you guys listen to your podcast, if you want to watch the video, uh, you can watch it on the Gubrus TV. 
And if you want to watch the social clips, uh, Thanasis uh, underscore Ante43. If you want to follow Sandro, Mopilasvili, Sandro, <laughs> get him on Instagram. Don't hesitate. You know, I mean, don't go crazy on his uh, nah, go crazy. On, his, that. On, his, on his socials, but man, show him some love, man. Thank you guys. Appreciate you. See you later. Analysis is recorded at No Studios, Milwaukee's creative hub and production studio.